The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to shorts and tees and bikinis. And for anything I'm trying to update in my wardrobe, I'm not trying to spend a small fortune. Let me tell you about Quince, because I just found a bikini, top and bottom, $50. High quality, $25 for the top, $25 for the bottom. There is a certain Australian shearling slipper that I've been looking for, and I found it for $50 on Quince. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lexi for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lexi to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lexi. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the Alexi podcast. And I just hit my car against a pole on the way here. Like five. Oh, sorry. I turned up the volume on this. We'll talk about that in a second. Like five minutes ago, I was parking in this studio and I had to back up and turn around. And there is an electrical pole that I just didn't see. And I backed up and it was god it was so intense and i wasn't even alone i drove here with my friend this morning i just can't believe that happened i am i need to go back to driving school i need to go back to driving school i don't have a backup camera my car is a 2010 maybe backup cameras existed in 2010 but certainly not for my honda accord so i've had quite the start to my morning i was actually gonna show up and say hello hello and then uh, discuss just how awake and chipper I am today because I drove here with a friend and we talk the whole time. It's actually one of Tyra's best friends who's my roommate and she's visiting from New York and I love this girl so we she wanted to see Venice and that's why I record so I was like I have to be here anyway you may as well hop in the car with me and we chatted about all things friendship we had a game night last night and then also like business things which I love talking about the business influencer world I don't talk about business too much on this podcast and different ventures but with September coming around and there being this uh, sense of order within the fall season because summer is coming to an end whether or not it feels like it in California I feel I have some business adventures business ventures maybe uh, in my future. I have a couple ideas up my sleeve that I'm curious to pursue. Uh, but I can't believe I just hit a pole. Also, please let me know how the volume is. I'm still getting my bearings with the studio. For a long time, I was recording the podcast on my own, on my phone, and now I'm using a real studio with real equipment. Not that an iPhone is not real equipment, but I've upgraded and I still need to figure out how I want the volume for this because a couple people have said that they can't really hear me. And I know in the episode with Emily, she was a little bit louder than me. So I'm hoping it's all okay. Also, I'm slightly congested, hoping it's not the COVID. Hopefully not because I've been social. Definitely have a sore throat and I can hear it. I'm also stuffy. Uh, this weekend was fire. 
My weekend was fabulous. So unexpected. This week was long. This week was very... This week was long. I'm sorry. I can't stop thinking about the fact that I hit a pole. (laughs) Might I let you all know that everything is fine? It sounded so loud and so intense, but I checked my car and it was okay. I guess that's what the bumper is for, but you should have heard it. You should have heard it. I really thought my car was done for. I was like, there's no way I just destroyed my car on my own at nine in the morning. That just simply can't be the case. Uh, And it wasn't the case, but I think my lucky stars. Yeah. So let's see. Last Monday, I was a little sleepy because I just had a whole day in San Diego the Sunday before and I didn't get back till one in the morning and I was like oh that's definitely not gonna happen this week I hosted a party last night so that's exactly what happened I went to bed at 2 a.m I don't know what it is but I'm not needing sleep right now I just don't actually that's a lie because I'll take like little naps sometimes in the afternoon but I went to sleep at 2 a.m woke up at 6 30 that can't be good long term but that's that's the scenario uh this past week was good let's see last monday i ended up going to a friend's house and we watched the emmys shout out to jennifer coolidge and her speech also shout out zendaya you're truly the epitome of elegance that was gorgeous your speech and then on tuesday i went to the beach again i don't know how that managed to happen where i went to the beach last saturday last sunday and on tuesday that that is the dream. That's living the dream, ladies and gentlemen. If you've ever wondered what living the dream could look like, that's that's it for me. And then on Wednesday, what the heck did I do Wednesday? Oh, worked like a normal person in society. I mean, Monday I worked. <laughs> Tuesday I didn't work. Thursday I also worked. Thursday night I saw one of my favorite singers in the world perform at the Hollywood Cemetery, Mr. Giveon. Giveon is one of my favorite artists. His voice is smooth like butter. The range that this man can go, he can be singing down here and then like singing up here. You know? Da 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 like he's just doing he's doing it all. He's doing it all and I went with Tyra and If you live in Los Angeles or you've ever been to Hollywood Forever, it's the cemetery which they host movie nights and concerts at, which is strange to, you know, walk through a graveyard to see a show, but it's a thing here. I don't know if it's celebratory or inappropriate exist around the graves, subject to debate, but that's where it was and we had never been there before. And thankfully, one of our friends told us that you can bring wine and snacks and a picnic blanket and sit down. We didn't know that. Otherwise, we would have just shown up with our bodies. You know, I would have been in like a little outfit with a purse. Thank God that someone said something because we picked up wine and we had cheese and crackers and jam and just sat down and watched this man. It was gorgeous. And then on Friday, Tyra's friend got in town uh, the one who I drove here with, and she obviously wants to see Los Angeles, and so we took her to John and Vinny's, and I'd actually never been to John and Vinny's before. It's an Italian restaurant. I expected it to be overrated, but get the brown butter sage pasta. I think that changed my life. 
I don't think I'm the same girl that I was before I had a bite of that pasta. I'm truly not. And then I got tickets to a music festival in Los Angeles. And guess who was performing there this weekend? Giveon. So what did I do Friday night? I took Emily and I saw him again. I cannot believe that I saw Giveon two days in a row. Honestly, the festival show was better than Hollywood Forever. Because in Hollywood Forever, there was poor lighting and the sound wasn't as good. Like, the band was significantly louder than him. And we're all there for his voice, you know? We're not there for a big band performance. We don't need lots of extra. Like, he could sit in a chair and sing a cappella and it would borderline be more impressive. And there were no background visuals and then there were no screens on the side to see him if you're far away. So we really couldn't see him that well. Whereas on Friday at the festival, he had screens both behind him and on either side of him to give a better view. And he actually did pause and sit for some of his songs and quiet the band. And it was a much better show. So I'm glad that I went to both because I was just happy to be there. But in terms of show review, Hollywood Forever wasn't fantastic, but Gibeon himself is fantastic. Oh my God. Also during the Thursday night show, uh, I guess someone got hurt in the crowd. So he stopped the song, you know, stop, someone needs help. And his man behind us in the most serious tone, we're like far back. So it's not like Gibeon could hear. He says, but once they're okay... You better start over. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. How insensitive. That's, I don't know, something about insensitivity is, it really strikes a chord in me. It gets me to giggle. Cause I'm like, no way that someone was maybe passed out and you're like, okay. But like, once they're safe, start that song over. Cause that's what I'm here for. Fair enough though. Fair enough. Anyway, Friday show was better. And then I saw Lord. Then um, went to Monty's Good Burger. I was like really going to the restaurants this week and then Saturday I had to lay because I had been running around for two weeks. I hadn't had just a rest day because even if I was having free time and a day off, I was not resting, you know? It was active relaxation, not passive relaxation or no, 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 that's not a good way to put it. It uh, How would I describe it? It was active relaxation, not restful relaxation because I find socializing relaxing. I'm an outgoing person and I find that I get my battery recharged when I have a great combo with my friends. You know, like driving here, I'm a lot more alive and a lot more energized than I would be if I was by myself. I'm pretty good by myself, could be better, um, but I don't get like psyched when I'm by myself. I'm calm and reserved, but I'm not thrilled you know, I don't walk into the studio thrilled the way that I did this morning. I also had a real pep in my step from that, almost. I guess it was a car accident, technically, because I accidentally did something to my car, but it turned out to be fine. So Saturday, I was a horizontal girl. Emily and I indulged. We ordered food in. We watched TV, movies, YouTube, did the thing, and then had a brief moment of energy where we decided to go on a little walk to get street tacos that was the original plan and then next thing you know we're getting espresso martinis out at a restaurant getting tipsy walking to 7-eleven she gets a hot tea a green juice and toothpaste i was like wait a second our little drunk tipsy 
7-Eleven run, you're getting a green juice hot tea and toothpaste? I did it correctly. I got a pack of Dunkaroos and a nerd rope. Thank you. And then we came back and we watched uh, YouTube videos. Like, really just had a couch potato day, which was good, but not as good as I wanted it to be. I don't do too well with indulgences. Like, it felt a little gluttonous. Not necessarily in quantity, but I could have done a half day of this, maybe not a full day. Granted, we still did like little adventures within it, but I, I'm figuring that out about myself where I do need a day off, but sometimes the way that I spend my day off could be different. Sunday, Sunday woke up bright and early. Emily and I took a little block walk a walk around the block and we took some corny photos in the middle of the street with the palm trees all around we're both in our pjs we run some errands i.e getting groceries for our game night dinner party last night we go to some like bougie little boba tea place we get some fruit from the fruit stand get some gas oh and then quickly pop over to the music festival because it's right around the corner from where i live and i go see faye webster perform if you guys have never listened to Gibeon, go listen to him and if you've never listened to faye webster go listen to her they're two entirely different types of music but i love them both they're two of my favorite artists and faye webster has it i mean Gibeon also has it they both could be huge. Faye looks like a celebrity. She's gorgeous. She has perfect skin, perfect hair, incredible bone structure, great style, and then she can sing. Giveon, drop dead gorgeous, handsome, sexy, voice of an angel that goes in all different directions. And then he's, I think, booked with Chanel, so almost everything he wears is Chanel. He's got a face, a body, height, and a voice and style. I mean, man, I bet he's a horrible person. <laughs> I mean, his albums are literally about him cheating, but maybe if I was him, I'd be doing the same thing. Saw Faye Webster very quickly, and then it was time to go home and start getting things together for game night. So the theme for game night last night was brunch after dark. So we had pancakes, avocado toast, cinnamon rolls, bagels, blueberry muffins, strawberries and cream, mimosas, Aaron McKenna donuts, scones, bacon, vegan sausage. We had it all. And then we played Taboo and What Do You Meme? And it was a good turnout. There was probably, there was probably like 20 people there last night. Great. And it was a great mix. There were probably three or four different friend groups there that all have overlap. And you never know how things are going to turn out, if there's going to be a vibe, if people are going to get along. And everyone got along really well. It was a super successful night. Emily and I can throw a great game night. I can't do dinner parties yet because I don't have a dining table. But I will certainly have self-serve. You know, I'll put all the food on a table and give you plates and forks and let you do that. And then we can sit on the floor and play games. That's where I'm at at this current stage of my life. So it's been a fun, bubbly, exciting week. And now I'm congested. I hope you can't hear it. I hope it's not bothering anyone, but maybe you can. And if you can, I hope you don't mind. Hopefully it won't be like this next week, which next week I will be in Paris. So we might have to take a break. There might not be an episode next week. So really savor this one, everybody. Soak it all up. Listen to it twice. Uh, I just don't want to guarantee anything. I don't know what my plans are. I booked 
a impulsive trip to Paris. I only have a one-way ticket. I'm not planning on moving to Paris. I just don't know where I want to go next because it takes a second to get to Europe. So once I'm there, I feel like I may as well bop around. I have a friend in Copenhagen, and then I have some friends in London, and I have some friends in Spain. So I feel I have options. I also have family on the East Coast, so I'm like, maybe I fly from L.A. to Paris and then from Paris to either New York or D.C., and I'll see either my New York friends or my family, and then I can fly back to L.A. I haven't made any decisions yet. I haven't made any decisions yet. Something I need to think about, but you... Do you ever not anticipate things? Are any of you guys very laissez-faire um, about large decisions? You just let it be. You're like, I guess this is happening. I have a ticket to Paris, but I sure as hell have no idea what's happening. I sent a Venmo for an Airbnb, you know? I'm going, but I haven't thought about it at all. I leave on Friday. I have nothing to say about it. I'm feeling a little reckless. Yeah. It's like, I guess I'm going to Paris. I Apparently I am. That's the decision I made. We'll see. In other news, I have been... I've been happy. I've been happy. Because I had a really good mix of deep work and fun this week and I really think that that is the key to happiness because if you're too indulgent that's kind of what I was touching on about my lazy Saturday if I'm too indulgent I actually don't enjoy it because I feel almost as if but not quite that I need to earn things if I'm always doing fun things they stop becoming fun As the great philosopher Miley Cyrus once said, party ain't nothing but a party when you party every day. It ain't nothing but a party. If you're having fun all the time, it's it's it doesn't mean anything. You know, there needs to be scarcity. It needs to be somewhat of a rarity or it needs to be balanced out with other things. And also, I know that there's the wave of like, Labor was never part of the plan. You know, I don't dream of labor. I've never wanted a job. I like working. I love to have fun, but I also really enjoy working. And there's something so satisfying about having an idea, pursuing it, and accomplishing it. That, to me, is also fun. There is something so incredibly rewarding about doing something difficult. And yes, life can be easy, but life can be hard and it can be just as rewarding. There needs to be the yin with the yang. There needs to be the ebb with the flow. There needs to be the sun and the moon. Duality is all around us. And I think I had a great week because there was duality. And I recommend that for all of us. I need a sip of coffee. Whoa, whoa. Please tell me how the volume is. You can tell me on the podcast app in a review, or you can tell me on the Geneva page, which if you listened to the last episode, I gave a breakdown of our Geneva, and before, I was doing a chat form for every single episode, so whatever the title of today's episode is, you would be able to go to that, 
and then chat about this specific episode, but I changed it so there's just one running chat for the Alexi podcast because we have other chat rooms too. We have physical activity, journaling, reading. So there's just going to be one chat for the podcast and we can discuss all things. And of course, it's totally fine if it's something specific to an episode, just reference it. Okay, time for Instagram questions. My Instagram handle is at Lexi, just like the name of this podcast. I did take a peek and I like a lot of your questions, so I'm excited. Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. I was so lucky as a kid. I never had seasonal allergies. It was not something I dealt with. And then something switched in my mid-20s and I started developing seasonal allergies and my allergies throw off my whole morning. So let me tell you about Astapro. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. I think it's important to mention that Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays can take hours. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy noses, and sneezing. I only recently learned about Astapro. I wish I knew about it sooner. If you're interested, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O-allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Let's talk wellness, ladies. I know some of you love yourself a new wellness brand something to hop on and let me tell you about fleur marche they deliver simple quality and affordable wellness solutions founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers hustlers and activists on the front lines of change their mission is to help you feel 100 every single day with fun and easy to understand plant-powered wellness products their plant-based wellness patches deliver ingredients topically These ingredients are then absorbed into the skin and into the bloodstream. You just stick it right on your skin. They're vegan, cruelty-free, latex-free, tested for pesticides, herbicides, and other contaminants before and after production. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get a special discount just for the Atlexi listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with promo code LEXI at checkout. Orders over $50 get free shipping. Go to F-L-E-U-R. M-A-R-C-H-E dot com and use code Lexi for 20% off your first order for this. Are you looking for a new and healthier way to unwind? Let me tell you about Recess Mood. It's infused with functional ingredients. It's not just a sparkling water. It has mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens so you can relax without the alcohol or the hangover. It comes in four delicious flavors, strawberry rose, tropical bliss, blood orange, and raspberry lemon. I think raspberry lemon's my favorite. I do like strawberry rose a lot as well. I love a fun beverage. It's nice to crack one open, pour it over ice, unwind at home, chill on the couch, treat yourself to a night in. It's a great replacement for alcohol. It's also a way to stay balanced while on the go when you're running errands. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. So head to takearecess.com slash Lexi and get 15% off Recess Mood your go-to alcohol replacement. You know the week before your period? I would argue that it's worse than your actual period. I feel like I want to crawl out of my skin. I have crazy cravings. I feel down. I feel like my head's going to explode. And I think I hate myself and everything around me and I'm on the verge of a menti B and I do not know why. Then I start bleeding and I'm like, ah, got it, for sure. Now it's easier than ever to manage PMS with estro control. 
Happy Mammoth is the company that created Hormone Harmony, as well as Estro Control, and is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means only using science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code LEXI, L-E-X-I-E, at checkout. That's happymammoth, H-A-P-P-Y, M-A-M-M-O-T-H dot com and use the code Lexi for 15% off today. First question I'm going to answer is from Adolc123. Do you ever think you want to live alone? Maybe. I'm kind of indifferent about that experience. I spend a lot of time alone and I spend a lot of my working time alone. So I can imagine it being a little isolating not having a roommate. If I have the experience, I'm sure I will be grateful for it, but if I go my whole life without ever living alone, I won't feel as if I missed out on something. And you could beg to differ, but I don't personally desire that experience, or I don't feel super inclined to have it. If it happens, I won't be disappointed, but I don't have any plans at the moment. This is a great question from Rosie Sun. What's one of your absolute fave things to do by yourself? I love to go shopping by myself. I love running errands by myself, but I love specifically to shop by myself. And I can't believe that I've never given this as a personal style tip before. When I feel I'm constantly asked how to find your personal style. And one of the best answers that I can't believe I've never thought to give before is to go shopping by yourself. There's no better way to figure out what you like for you than to find it on your own. There will be no distractions or influences by friends or your peers or your family if you're going shopping by yourself. I also like to take my time. I want to be able to leave the store when I'm ready, whether that means I know that there's nothing for me in the store and I will leave after just a quick little glance. Or if I'm finding multiple dressing room trips worth of things. I was at the Bearded Beagle and I took three dressing room trips. Three. I went into the dressing room three separate times with a stack of clothes and I had myself a really well done shopping spree. Now, there are a select group of people that I'm fine shopping with, but that's because we're all on the same page where we are doing our own thing. I don't need nor do I want their opinion on every single item that I'm trying on. I can make those decisions by myself. Yeah, shopping is one of my favorite things to do alone. Interesting question. I'm going to start asking that to people. That's a good date question. What's one of your absolute favorite things to do alone? Because that's something I want to put a little bit more focus on right now at this stage of my life is bringing awareness to how I am, what I'm thinking about, and what I'm doing when I'm by myself. Ah, this question is from Nora Tomato. How to celebrate fall in a hot climate. She's in Tampa for reference. Or he. Or they. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Does anyone have ideas? This could be something I would love to chat about in the Geneva group. What my plan is, which is not the most accessible plan, is I'm going to go back to the East Coast for a little bit of fall because I want to see it and I haven't seen my family. So I'm going to experience fall on the East Coast because fall to me is not just a state of mind. It is a temperature. It is seeing the leaves fall. You know, it has a name for a reason. Uh, My last five winters in New York have been brutal and it got to the point where I was 
I was fully ready to skip a winter, but I didn't really take into consideration how I'd be skipping a fall. Much to think about. Brown Rice Ho asked, am I delusional or does he actually like me? How to spot the difference? I'm going to take this question and raise you another question. Is he capable of a relationship? If I think back to all the times that I ever had a crush in my life, I'm on the more traditional side of things. If I had a crush, it was meaning that I wanted to date the person, you know? I wanted to go out with them. I wanted to have a relationship with them. And that's a me thing. I can't speak for everyone. But when it comes to questions like, does he like me? It's like, okay, maybe he does like you, but is he capable of giving you what you desire? Because it won't even matter whether or not he likes you if he, if you guys don't want the same things. So doing this back and forth game of, does he like me? Is this me going crazy in my head? I mean, sometimes people aren't the best communicators, so it does take a little extra nudge to get the information out of them. But liking someone is sometimes not enough. Now, I'm reading between the lines and making assumptions. Maybe you just want to hook up. Maybe you don't want to date. But I don't know. If you didn't want to date, why would you be wondering, you know? Sid Drizzle asks for what's your go-to cozy fall drink or meal? Um, Cozy fall drink. I'm a simple gal. I like a hot coffee. I like a hot tea. I love making an Earl Grey with hot milk, like heating up almond milk and adding in some cinnamon. Love that. Highly recommend. This is an interesting question. Gem Dior asked, what's an insecurity that you have overcome? This is another good date question. I have dating on the mind. I really do. I'm not even in the sense that I'm really dating. I'm going out a little, okay? But I'm not going out a lot. Uh, what's an insecurity you have overcome? I'm becoming less insecure about my stomach. My midsection, I'm an apple-shaped woman. And that is just not depicted in media. If we ever do see an apple shape, they're either conventionally fat people, people that are significantly overweight, or an apple-shaped person that is media stereotype skinny. There isn't enough representation for the size 8 apple-sized woman. And I don't have a teeny tiny waist, okay? My arms and my boobs and my waist are all kind of a straight line, and then my legs are teeny tiny. I have like some fit, strong, toned legs, and then a a cushy, (laughs) that's such a funny word to choose, a cushy midsection, and then some pretty standard arms. Like that's my body type. And I hated my midsection for, I don't know, years. A decade, maybe? Maybe not a decade. Probably from when I was 19 or 20. So, like, six or seven years hating my midsection. And now I'm showing it off more. So, I don't think I've overcome the insecurity. But I definitely am not letting it get in the way anymore. I'm definitely not hiding. Awareness and exposure. I was aware. I was aware. Um, but now I'm showing my midsection more, so I'm getting, (laughs) I'm getting comfortable with people seeing what I actually look like as if I was hiding, but you know, and it's something that I can feel getting less and less important in my head every day because that was a thought that I would get stuck on. If I 
had to read every thought that I've ever had or if there was a tally mark next to every thought I've ever had, that would definitely be top 10, one of the most frequent things I thought about. Quoto Kaloub asked, how can I overcome the constant fear that I'm not fulfilling my purpose in life? I get over that fear by remembering that my purpose is to be here. You know, I, my purpose at the moment might just be to explore, to be aware, to look around, to see what's going on, to feel, to experience, to be. It doesn't necessarily mean to do. The purpose might simply be to be. And I know that sounds a little head-ass, so, you know, roll your eyes at me or whatever, but getting to be here in the first place is a gift on its own. So for you to feel that you must fulfill this big life purpose of what, you know? What is more fulfilling than simply soaking in as many moments as you possibly can of course we have societal expectations and jobs and finances that we need to take care of but on the grander scale your purpose is to live the life that you got live it danish dana asked how do you make straight cis male friends it's hard for me to connect with men Great question, because I've ebbed and flowed with this. As a kid, I was such a tomboy. My next-door neighbors were boys in my first house, and my next-door neighbors were boys in my second house, and my next-door neighbors were boys in my third house. So I was constantly used to spending my afternoons and my weekends hanging out with boys because they were just my neighbors, and I wasn't that girly. So I always got along with guys. And I also liked girls, too. I did I love scrapbooking and dancing. I loved putting together outfits, so I did have my more traditionally girly interests as well. So I always had a handful of girl and guy friends. And then as I grew up and I moved to Los Angeles, I had a boyfriend and I was hanging out with the girls and gays. There weren't straight cis male friends in the beauty industry, really, you know, or in the influencer industry that I was even like bothering to hang out with. So I spent a lot of time with the girls and gays and my boyfriend. And then when I moved to New York, I had two roommates. One was a a straight cis male and the other was a woman. And he and I became friends. I, I also, wow, if I think about it, I've lived with a lot of guys. I live with two guys downtown as well. I was what, 22? Living with these 28 and 29 year old straight guys. It was, um, a chapter I haven't I haven't brought to the internet yet. So circumstantially, I've made friends with straight guys, but a lot of times in my adulthood, it's been spent with the girls and gays. And I was thinking to myself when I was about to buy a piece of furniture that I don't have any guy friends here to help me lift it. Not the girls can't. But typically, I would recruit a couple guy friends to take care of this for me because they would be more than happy to. And I realized that I don't have any guy friends out here. And like magic, out of thin air, I get a text from my next door neighbor from home saying, hey, I'm working at a hospital here in LA for the month. Would love to see you. So I looked up to this guy and I was like, you heard me, huh? Interesting. But how to connect with them? Right now I'm making generalizations, but I find that with my girlfriends and I, I enjoy talking more. 
we can just spend our whole afternoon chatting. Whereas when I feel like doing something more activity-based, guy friends are better for that. Not that girlfriends aren't. Like I said, these are pretty um, general statements. But with guy friends, I feel I bond more by doing things. And girls, I bond with more over conversation. So if you feel like playing a game, moving, you know, something a little bit less in the head and more in the body might be better. It might be a great way to connect with guys. I'm going to have to listen back to this advice and be like, what advice did I just give? Because <laughs> I kind of was all over the place for that one. But I hope you got something out of it. Beach Bunny asked what my favorite genre of music is. It's not based on genre. My preferences on music are not based on genre. They're absolutely preference by album. I will fall in love with an album and I will listen to it over and over and over again. Because right now, the albums that I'm listening to are When It's All Said and Done, Take Time. That's a Giveon album. I'm loving the new Bad Bunny album. And then I loved both I Know I'm Funny Haha ha, and Atlanta Millionaires Club from Faye Webster and Norman fucking Rockwell, Channel Orange. I loved Sour. I loved Crash. So like Charlie XCX, Olivia Rodrigo. So I love some pop. I love some R&B. I love Brawl by Anjali. I'm pretty sure that's, she's Dutch. I also love Fetch the Bolt Cutters by Fiona Apple. And there's not a lot of similarity in genre. It's just those, those albums, those albums hit. Yasmin Garby asked, you imagine yourself having a pet? Absolutely, but I have it in my head that I'm not going to do that until I get a partner. I have also said to myself, though, that if presented with an opportunity for a pet, I will take it. I'm not going to seek it out, but if it's presented to me, maybe that's the time. Zoe's3789 asked, how to be the most honest with yourself? Sometimes I have to talk to myself out loud. I have to say something out loud. You know when there's something that's looming in your head and it's a truth that you don't want to admit? Saying it feels so good. We'll go back to my stomach, for instance. Saying out loud that I think that my stomach is so fat and so ugly and so huge and enormous and jiggly that no one will ever want to love me or have sex with me if they saw me naked because you know it gets that place sometimes sometimes I'm stressing about how ugly I am like I will ruminate and I don't ruminate often so I don't know maybe I'm being a little a little dramatic but I'm not foreign to a spiral I've spiraled before but sometimes just saying it out loud you're like oh huh I actually don't know if I really agree with that statement or maybe it could be something like, my self-respect has dropped this week because I am not following through with the obligations that I have for myself. I have let the dishes stack up. I still have that pile of laundry. I typically was folding my shirts when putting them in the drawer, but now I'm just throwing them in. And those actions are seeping into other areas of my life. I need to fold my shirts, you know? Or sometimes I'll have a thought like that in reverse. I have to work backwards to figure out what's going on. For example, I feel unmotivated. I am lacking discipline in my life right now. I think it's because my space is messy. I've noticed that my shirts are not folded anymore and I'm not putting the dishes away and we have clean dishes in the dishwasher and dirty dishes in the sink. 
And the more they pile up, the bigger of a task it seems. Therefore, I don't want to do it because I haven't done anything that is going to help my future self. I am feeling stuck. So maybe I need to fulfill obligations of a disciplined adult so that I can learn to trust myself and know that when I say I'm going to do something, I will do it and I owe it to myself to respect myself. I deserve better than that. Oh, because I haven't been respecting myself, it's been lowering my self-esteem this week because I have not been trusting myself, you know, something like that. Or it could be a little bit messier. You could be saying something as in, I am in a relationship that's not serving me. However, I am not emotionally ready to level up. I don't want to raise my standards yet. I don't mind putting up with the drama of my relationship because I'm actually bored and confused in other aspects of my life and I don't want to give myself the time and space to think about it. And that is why I'm letting this bullshit relationship take up so much of my life. You know, there's so many things that we need to be honest to ourselves about. Uh, but I do that best late at night before I go to bed. Uh, I highly recommend if you're someone who has a lot of spirals right before bed to leave your lamp on and write them down in a notebook. I think a lot of people will read before bed, but my mom was always really good about asking me how I felt before bed. And if I wasn't thinking too much, but I had a lot of energy, I would read before bed. And if I had a lot of thoughts going on, I would write before bed. And it's such a good practice. So I'm not really a morning pages kind of person. I'm more a, I don't call them night pages, but I do that. And I would highly recommend. Also, when I'm in the car, sometimes I, you know, I'll podcast to myself. I'll get real honest and figure out what's going on. Jayla Cape asked, what are you reading right now? I just started Cleopatra and Frankenstein and I think this is going to be a good one. I just started, but I really like it so far. Raina K42 asked, if you were a color, what color would you be and why? Oh, do we agree that I'd be like a light yellow? My favorite color is green. I also really like purple, but I, I think I'd be a light yellow because it's a soft color. It's a warm color. It's bright, but not alarmingly so. I think that'd be fitting for me. Hairjoy Cower asked, do you think you've made the child you proud? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Hairjoy Cower also asked, how has your relationship with weed changed? Oh my god, I haven't smoked in a while. I could not tell you the last time I was high. But I will say, yesterday at the Faye Webster show, it was sunny. She was probably high. I have no idea. She was definitely giving that vibe. Um, and everyone in the crowd was also giving that vibe. I've never wanted to be so high so badly in my life. I truly believe that that would have, without a doubt, improved the experience. I had such a great time seeing her set. But if I was just a little high, if I just had a small joint in my hand, it would have been perfect. But besides that, I haven't craved it. Normally, my relationship with weed goes... I will smoke, really enjoy the high, and so I will smoke again in the near future, enjoy the high, 
water rinse repeat until I have a high that I don't like and then I will go a little while without it and then I'll probably have a second high that I don't love and then I will go a long time without it and that's kind of where I'm at now until it gets long enough that someone's smoking and passes me the bowl, the joint, the bong, whatever and I will think to myself, do I want to do this? Yes, and then I'll do it and then I'll have a good time. So that's that's my relationship with weed. Favorite piece of clothing at the moment. This is from Julia Gravel. So I have these croc style Adidas Sambas and they're little slide shoes. They look like Crocs. They look like Adidas Crocs and I love them. So what I got on my feet right now and I've been wearing them a ton lately. <sighs> I hate to say it. Manini Jane asks, favorite coffee at the moment? Are you still in your Starbucks phase or have you moved on? It's not even a Starbucks phase. It's a Starbucks cold foam phase. And no, I have a Starbucks cold foam right beside the mic. I'm still stuck. I'm so stuck. I can't help it. It's so good. Uh, Ellie Coleman asked if I've been on my September date. I have not. I have not been on my September date. This is a great question. Julie Winman asked, would Bentley and Mazzy be friends? So Bentley is my family dog. That's my grandma. That's her dog. And Bentley and I have a soul relationship. That's my soul sister. That's my that's my girl. I love her. She's a little Maltese dog. And she is such a little sweetie. And you can bring her anywhere. She rarely causes a ruckus. Because you all know, I'm sure a lot of you guys know Maltese's. They're the yippy little white dogs. Like, Burr! like ankle biting monster but bentley bentley is my girl same type of dog maltese and mazzy is my friend and my old roommate john's cat and mazzy oh she has my heart she has my heart bentley and i are the same like we we see eye to eye mazzy and i don't see eye to eye but oh i love her you know i just want to describe the relationships and she is gorgeous she is the most beautiful cat I've ever seen. Uh, would Bentley and Mazzy be friends? Unfortunately, I hate to break hearts out there. No, I don't think so. I think Mazzy is far too shy. I think Bentley would say hello, but Bentley's respectful. And Bentley would respect that Mazzy was too shy and too scared to get to know her. And Bentley would let it go. And I don't think that they would ever be friends because of that. Now, if they live together for an extended period of time, things might be different. But on a quick little one-off meeting, I don't see that for them. If only, though. Oh, someone else asked for my relationship with weed. Oh, my God, a third person asked for my relationship with weed. Yeah, I'm not in a smoking phase right now. Besides the desire I had at Faye Webster, it just... I don't know it's I think because I'm already in California and I'm living a really relaxed sort of slow paced lifestyle I don't know how to explain that by the way because my work is exactly the same here as it is in New York but with New York I felt like I was running full speed at 100 miles per hour and here I'm doing the same thing and I like I loved Ugh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's so strange how I feel as if I'm so lazy here, but I'm doing the exact same things. It's just, and I feel like I'm in La La Land. I really do. Yesterday when I was bopping around and I woke up and I went on a walk in my pajamas around the block and then I, I cleaned my house 
And then I went with Emily and our friend Sophia to go get matcha and gas and fruit and groceries and then came back and got my stuff together and then went to Faye Webster real quick, like just stopped at a music festival really quickly in the afternoon, like a 3.30 to 5 thing. And then came back and then went to a food truck and got a taco and then cooked and then hosted a game night slash dinner party and then went to sleep at 2 a.m. and then woke up and came here. Like, that's a full day, but for some reason it feels like I'm floating, like there's no sense of grounding here, which I really, I experienced that last time I went here. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. It doesn't make any sense. Because in New York, I would be doing all those things and it would feel like, oh, I'm go, 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 where here it just feels like I'm floating on a cloud. So the idea of doing that while also being high, I think I would actually have, no, I would be so ungrounded. I would be so flighty and have no sense of, of what's another word for grounding? Like I just, I would have no anchor. I would have no anchor. Um, that's another reason I've been really enjoying Barry's boot camp lately is because I need some intensity. I didn't love Barry's boot camp because it was too much. I'm like, okay, whoa, this is way, this is so aggressive and for what? But I have that energy in me that I need to release. So I've been enjoying that. Um, so yeah, I don't think I've been smoking weed lately because I think I would, I'm afraid of floating away. Lily Lucas asks, how are you so cool and sexy? Well, guys, it just floods through my veins. Favorite emoji at the moment. This is from Caller Sierra. Let me look at the emojis. Ooh, how basic do we want to go? You know what has been my favorite emoji this past week? The red emoji face where he's like a little, he's got his tongue out and there's sweat. I've been liking that one because I've been running around. So a lot of times when I'm texting people, I'm giving them my to-do list because like, can we meet up for happy hour? And I'm like, I can't, like I am, I am running. I also love a lot of my faves have the tongue out. Damn. It's interesting. Uh just like the cross-eyed with the tongue out. The tongue's kind of out sideways. It's a it's a sideways face. I also love the heart with the band-aid. You can tell that I have been using the sweaty face and the heart with the band-aid a lot together. Um and then as for kind of like random little decorative emojis, I love the hibiscus flower. Love her. Why do I have the Italian flower? Oh, family ties, anti-joke. Same person asked, what do you do when you need inspiration? What do I do when I need inspiration? I make a change. I switch something up. So if I've been running full speed, I take time. I take solitude. If I've been alone too much, I kick up my social life a notch. Um, except for my social life has been... Guys, who else loves to have a social life and you don't know how to not make it the number one priority i love to be social i love it um i try to balance it out and i think there's a misconception between loving to be social and like loving to be around tons of people because i hate crowds i cannot stand crowds i cannot tell you how many times that i grabbed my friend's arms at the music festival because I, I can't it scares me especially after Astroworld and shit like that like I cannot stand that but you know running errands with a friend or two that's that's my sweet spot hosting a, a dinner party and a game night with 20 people that no more than that I'm great 20 people or less love a group of five love a love a one-on-one -on -one session 
I just got so off track. I digress. What was I saying? I don't know. Jennifer, you asked for current food fixation. <sighs> hmm. I wonder if it's going to become John and Vinny's. Because that brown butter sage pasta did something to me. And then as for random snack, I'm really liking... This is a little dorky. and It's going to seem like it wouldn't be good, but it is good. At Trader Joe's, you can get... Hear me out, hear me out. You can get cashew butter covered cashews. And they hit. I don't know. I don't know why. But they hit. Bubby5 said settle an argument fall decor is different from halloween decor yeah obviously halloween is a holiday fall is a season halloween is a part of fall decor but fall decor is not all halloween no 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 obviously obviously those are different isamente asked for my favorite type of popcorn movie theater thank you next Elia Hobb asked for the perfect morning routine. I love waking up and having a to-do list ready for me that I wrote the night before. And my key to successful to-do list is to only write the absolute essential priorities on the to-do list. I've definitely been in phases before where I will write everything down. A brain dump and a to-do list are different for me now. Like I will write on a piece of paper everything that I need to do. But for my to-do list for the day, I just need the main thing. So for example, today, if nothing else happens, I needed to record the podcast and to record the ad reads. If nothing else gets done today, that's fine. But those are the only two things on my to-do list. Once those are crossed off, I will add on more. So having a to-do list to wake up to, quickly getting up, having an outfit put on, shoes on, running out the door to go somewhere to get my momentum going, whether it be a workout class, whether it be to going to get coffee or getting breakfast or going to the studio here, whatever it is, just to get me up and out. Um, that is my favorite way to start the morning because if I don't have anywhere to be, I will take my sweet time and taking too slow of a start into the morning and I won't be as productive. And on that note, I hope you all have a wonderful morning or afternoon or evening whenever you're listening to this. If you want to chat, you can join me on Geneva. Thank you so much for listening. I'm on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and YouTube. I'm going back on YouTube this week. So if you've missed me on YouTube, I took three weeks off. Just YouTube feels... Anyway, whatever. I actually really like the video that I'm posting. So definitely look out for it. Lexi Lombard on YouTube. At Lexi most other places except for TikTok. It's at... Lexi Lombard forever, four, like the number. Uh, and that's all I have for you. That's all she wrote. I love you all so much. Talk to you soon. XOXO, Lexi. Mm-hmm.